Warning, this podcast contains death, ghosts, hauntings, and other paranormal phenomenon. Viewer discretion is advised. Welcome to another episode of Haunt Spots. You are listening to episode three. Today, we are going to talk about the Akron Civic Center. Oh, Akron, like Akron, Ohio. That's actually not that far from where we are right now. No, it isn't. And for those of you that don't know where Akron is, that's near Cleveland, about an hour south. Hmm. All right. So how is it haunted? Well, um, this place is haunted by three ghosts. One of them is a crying girl, another is a well-dressed man, and the third is a janitor. All right, sounds like we've got a broadcast of characters. So uh, do any of them seem like very intelligent hauntings? Well, I would say Fred the janitor. He's intelligent mostly because he reacts with the patrons, but not in the way you would expect. How do you think I would expect? Well, um, if you're going to vandalize the bathroom, you better not do it because he's known to attack people that vandalize his bathrooms. Hmm, that actually makes a lot of sense. I mean, I wouldn't want... Someone to mess up my bathroom as I just cleaned it all up nice and shiny. Yeah, and the only documented way, aside from attacking, that has been told about what he does to vandals is he chases them. So you'll be be chased around by an angry janitor ghost. All right, sounds simple enough. Um, What about some of the other ghosts you have? What about the, let's say, the well-dressed man? Well, the well-dressed man is mostly seen by the balcony and in the backstage area where actors hang. So he's basically your standard ghost that's just standing there looking creepy. Probably, but he's harmless. But the theories are he was either an actor or he was a former patron. The thing that stands out the most, though, for sure, is in his name. He is the well-dressed man. All right. Well, you have two downs and one to go. So what can you tell me about the crying girl? Yes, her. Though I should clarify, she's only seen crying sometimes. Many refer to her as the suicide girl. So is she some sort of actress that didn't get the parts she wanted, so she killed herself in despair? No. She actually died before the Civic Center was built. Oh, that's interesting. So where did she die then if it was not the Civic Center? Well, the Civic Center is right next to a canal called the Ohio and Erie Canal. She had jumped from her death from there. She is either seen crying or walking along the canal wall and then vanishing into the drain tunnel. Okay, so she died before the Civic Center was even built. So how long before the Civic Center was built did she actually, like, die? Well, the year she died is unclear, but from the 1830s to 1861, the canal had carried freight traffic and then was abandoned in 1913. So it would have to probably be between those years. 16 years after it was abandoned, though, in 1929... Marcus Lowe and John Ebertson designed and built the theater. So how exactly did they build this Civic Center? What does it look like? What are the like interesting features about this Civic Center? The theater itself was inspired by Moorish castle features and a Mediterranean decor. Medieval carvings and European antiques and Italian alabaster sculptures are even inside this theater. The Civic Center is actually one of five theaters with an atmospheric ceiling. In this theater, there are twinkling stars and clouds that will move across the fabricated sky. Oh, wow, that actually sounds quite beautiful. It would be very neat, especially since about 
16 years ago, they did some renovations and they had to fix some of the 70 year old structure and bring it up to code. Oh, I bet Fred's happy to see the repairs. Oh, he probably very is. He was probably very happy. Maybe that's why he's even more into protecting those bathrooms because they were cleaned up even more recently. So what else can you tell me? Well, um, in my research, I found a funny little story that kind of relates to me a little bit. My dad had a macaw, and apparently the Civic Center had a macaw, too. Oh, okay. That's actually pretty cool. Yeah. Although, um, well, the way it was written, and I hope to God it's not this way, but I would understand if it was this way. This macaw bit a patron's finger, and, well... If you bite a patron's finger, you're going to get sued. So yeah, they obviously. sued the bird. and They sued the bird or did they sue the Well, they Civic sued the Center. theater. The, but you know what I mean. They they sued the Civic Center because of I the mean, bird. I mean, it's not impossible to sue a bird. And Especially in today's world. Especially in today's world. But they, they sued the theater. So what yeah. happened to well, the bird? Well, after the lawsuit, the bird disappeared for a while. And, oh, God, I'm so worried about saying this because it's awful. But I can understand why because... My We're dad a show about ghosts. I know, but... I'm sure it's not that horrible. Okay, well, she came back later in full taxidermy. They taxidermied the bird. Oh. I don't know if they if she died in, like, a cage outside of the theater, and then they brought her back as a taxidermy, or if after the lawsuit they were so mad at her that they... I, d- I doubt they would be that mad that it would depend on, like, who, like, owns her. True, but, I mean... I, the source I got it from wasn't clear, and I wish they were. But um, anyway, I had a macaw growing up, and I can relate to finger biting. My brother more so than me because he got bit by our macaw laying on the stairs, and the bird came up and bit his finger. Yeah, but your, your macaw—they let your, your your dad let your macaw out. I'm I'm hoping that with how big the Civic Center was, they didn't like leave it out in Actually, the open. Actually, they let it walk up the staircase. They did let it out in the open. That's a big theater. Why would you do that? <laughs> because I mean, it would... I know his wings are probably cut, but that thing could fly up in the rafters at any moment, and then you've got a bird just like running chaos in your theater. Well, the thing is, my macaw was pretty freaking scary when he would walk at you because he had this laugh because it was just like jaws going, ha 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 ha! I'm gonna bite your toe. Whereas I can imagine this is happening with this bird, too. Yeah. So, I mean, like, for me, I can see why this bird would bite people. Because I had a bird that bit people. Does it say what year this happened in? or? Um, not really. But they said I'm mean, in 2001 that they moved the taxidermied body of the macaw to a spot in the staircase high above the lobby. Um, so, roughly in 2001, that's when the taxidermied macaw showed up. No, the taxidermy macaw showed up um, long before that. But during okay. the renovation in 2001, they moved it. And they did it because they wanted to better preserve the plumage because people would pet the taxidermy macaw for good luck. Oh, well, that's good. Yeah. Well, probably not good for the macaw, but for good luck. No. I sure hope they didn't kill that macaw. Just to, I mean, they're probably listening to this right now going like, no, we didn't kill the macaw. <laughs> they, 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 they probably killed the macaw. No. Didn't they? Pro- they probably did it. No, yes. they didn't. We shouldn't. We shouldn't assume. We shouldn't go. You're right. We shouldn't assume. You know what we should do? We should move on to our haunted extra. Yes, let's do that. But let's talk about our other projects and Patreon real quick. All right, that sounds good.
So Jess, what do you want to tell our listeners about the Badminton Studios Patreon page? Well, we have a lot of things to offer our Patreons who follow us on our page. Um, we have this Patreon page set up for all badminton shows, so you'll get a variety of things from this podcast, Haunt Spots, as well as others such as the White Noise Podcast and Half-Assed IQ. If you join our One Buck Club, you'll be supporting Badminton Studios, and we will thank you in an upcoming episode of one of our podcasts, and you will have access to our monthly newsletter, The Bite. If you join our Three Buck Club, you will get everything from the first tier and you will be able to have access to the Haunt Spot blooper reels with the added bonus of a personalized digital postcard from us. If you join our Five Buck Club, you will receive all rewards from our first and third tiers and get access to special director's commentary from the White Noise podcast. At our Ten Buck Club, you will receive the rewards from one through five tiers and Ben Jackson will write you a personalized haiku. And if you support our $15 club, you will receive rewards from all our previous clubs and you will receive access to a monthly live stream with J.M. Sutton and myself. So, what are you waiting for? Subscribe on Patreon today? Yeah, I mean, all it really takes is a dollar. I mean, that's not really a lot. That's like a candy bar. And you get access to the newsletter, which is like a gem for like a $1 level. Yeah, it explains everything we're currently doing for that month, like... Cons we go to, um, just like contests we might have going on at that given point, um, exclusive monthly haikus, character profiles, all sorts of stuff. So go to patreon.com slash badmintonstudios to support us today. We'll be waiting. So for this haunted extra, we have another object for you, and it's actually also not too far from where we actually are, but instead of in Ohio, it's still in PA around the Altoona area. Oh, nice, Altoona. Yes, and it is a wedding dress that belonged to a woman named Anna Baker, and apparently she was kept from marrying the man she loves, so she haunts the dress, waiting for the wedding she will never get. That's sad. Did her lover die, or... Well, no, this was back when weddings were more arranged, and she had a very picky and overprotective father, and he didn't really like the choice of the iron worker that she had picked as her love. He had a bunch of other suitors, but the problem was she didn't like any of the suitors that he picked, so they were pretty much at a stalemate, but her father refused to give her hand to the iron worker that she supposedly fell in love with, and she vowed to never... Mary, unless it was two said ironworkers. So in the de- so in the end, she never actually got to marry the ironworker, and she died unwed and very unsatisfied, but always dreamed of her fairy tale wedding. During her life, she was often seen dancing in her wedding dress, waiting for that special day. Well, that's really sad. I'm hoping in the afterlife, she's at least dancing with her love or something. Well, that's all the time we have for, so we got to get going. I mean, yes. we got to look at more ghost stuff. Like That's what? true. Um, next week, we were actually, um, we did a live show recently, and next week we are going to be airing said live show, which was on the Akigahara Forest in Japan, or as it is better known, the Suicide Forest. Until then, that which wishes to follow must stay behind. See you next time. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Haunt Spots. Haunt Spots is a Badminton Studios production. 
Haunt Spots was written by me, J.M. Sutton. And by me, Ben Jackson. And our theme song is by Michael Doe. If you have a haunted story that you would like to share with us, please email your story and account to us at badmittenstudios at gmail.com. Also, all our resources are located in the show notes. Thanks for listening. <laughs>